Hello, and welcome back to the It's Okay to Be Awesome podcast. We are your hosts, Rebecca and Anne. In the previous episode, we talked about relationships and what they're really for. We explored unhealthy relationship myths and learned other fantastic things like how to get to know and love yourself. On today's episode, we'll be talking about emotions and how to deal with them when they arise. For hundreds of years, the societal norm was to be ashamed of your feelings, to stuff them down and to keep them to yourself, not show emotion in public. People used derogatory terms to stop others from feeling their emotions, things like boys don't cry or calling someone gay if they showed emotion or telling a man who's experiencing sadness to stop being such a girl or calling a woman crazy when she expressed her emotions. And then Mr. Rogers showed up on television and told kids that emotions were mentionable and manageable. You can talk about how you feel, and you can manage how you feel. In the past few decades, we've been calling out these toxic norms, and we've slowly been opening to a more authentic approach to our feelings. There's nothing shameful about feeling sad, or happy, or angry, or afraid. The place where people become stuck is that they start to believe that they have become the emotion. For example, if you're experiencing sadness, especially if it's been for a long time, it's easy to label yourself as a sad person. But if you were to listen to and learn from your sadness, you would see that it has an end. You are experiencing sadness. You're not a sad person. And feeling sad, mad, lost, or any other emotion is okay. It's actually healthy. So when I'm feeling down, there are two things I remind myself to make myself feel better. They are, one, that it's okay not to feel okay all the time. It really is. People can get stressed out and think that there's something wrong with them when they feel down or bad. But it's a normal human experience and totally fine. And two, you're experiencing an emotion, but the emotion isn't you. Imagine a big blue sky with soft, fluffy white clouds slowly floating by. You are the sky, and your emotions are like those clouds. One day, you may pass through a happiness cloud. Another day, you may experience an anger cloud. Sometimes when you experience a cloud, all you can see is the cloud. So you forget that there's more outside of it. For example, if you're in a sad cloud, all you can see is sad. But it's important to remember that you aren't that cloud. You aren't permanently a sad person. You're the sky, and the feeling is temporary. It will eventually pass. Skies tend to experience lots of different weather. Rain, thunderstorms, lightning, sunshine, cloudy days. And that doesn't make the sky any less beautiful and worthy. In fact, the sky stays true to being a sky and gracefully accepts and embraces all weather and all clouds that pass by. So how can we learn from the sky and do that too? Well, by accepting and embracing our emotions. No emotions are bad, and no emotions are good. They just are. They are what they are. When we stop labeling our feelings as being this or that, we can try to relax and accept that we are a human being having a human experience. Another really cool thing to know about emotions is that they manifest in us for a reason, and they're messengers. They tell us something important about ourselves and our situation. For example, if someone's trying to cross our personal boundary or hurt us, 
Anger is an emotion that is useful for protecting us. Expressing our anger in this kind of situation can communicate our boundary and keep us safe. Some of us learn that certain emotions are bad or inappropriate to express, and these beliefs lead to suppressing our feelings and bottling them in. We might think that by not feeling them in the moment, we're avoiding them altogether. But unfortunately, when we repress emotions over and over for long periods of time, they get stuck in the energetic and physical body. So instead of being expressed, they're being suppressed, and this creates internal pressure, which often leads into a physical manifestation like discomfort, pain, or even disease. Traditional medical school teaches doctors that the mind and body are separate things and that they should be treated separately. That's why when you go to see a doctor about chronic pain, sickness, or some other issue of the body, they don't ask you about your emotional state or mental health. But what if the mind and the body are deeply connected? Dr. Gabor Mate, who's worked with thousands of patients and who's developed the psychotherapy method called compassionate inquiry, informs us that the brain and body systems that process emotions are intimately connected with the hormonal apparatus, the nervous system, and the immune system. He says that emotional stress is a major cause of physical illness, from cancer to autoimmune conditions and many other chronic diseases. That may be hard to hear, especially for those who have put their trust in our Western medical system for so long. But open your mind to the possibility This would mean that you have more power than you think in turning around a diagnosis. It would mean that you can change your health condition if you're willing to look into your mental state, your past traumas, and your emotions. It's never too late to feel your emotions and face what you've been suppressing. Think of your emotions as energy. Allow them to come and go. Allow yourself to feel them. Give yourself time to be present with them. Really let yourself experience them. Cry when you feel the need to cry. Scream when you feel the need to scream. Laugh when you feel the need to laugh. Stop stopping yourself. Notice whether your schedule is so full that you don't even have time to be present with yourself or how you're really feeling. Take some quiet time to yourself and see what's there. If you don't feel you can express them freely at home, it's okay. Find a special place, maybe like the forest behind your house or with your best friend or in your school's counselor's office and let yourself feel. When my dad passed away a year ago, I had a really busy work schedule. I noticed that any moment I had some free time, I would choose to go shopping at the mall. I did this often and for a long time. And then I had a realization that shopping was keeping me busy and it was actually preventing me from facing my true feelings and the grief at having lost my father. I was avoiding my emotions by keeping busy and being distracted. And it's okay to do that sometimes. There's nothing wrong with it. A lot of us humans engage in repetitive or addictive behaviors to cope with strong emotions. But at the end of the day, all it really does is ignore our feelings, and it doesn't help us in the long term. Eventually, we do have to build up the courage to open ourselves to those emotions and let them flow through us. Witness them. We highly recommend working with a life coach or a therapist for this work because having someone compassionate hold space for our pain is a huge help and sometimes it's necessary. Once you truly feel your emotion, that allows it to pass through you and you'll feel so much better once it's processed. 
It may seem scary to feel it at first, especially when it feels so huge and heavy, but once you do, a natural order can be restored. It can also happen that someone might begin to feel stuck in an emotion. This may last for days, weeks, months, and even years. The emotion weighs on them, and they just can't see a way out. Some people call this depression. Depression is the opposite of expression. Depression is also a messenger, showing up with a purpose, often when something in our life needs to change. If you ever feel stuck in any kind of emotion, we suggest you do something to lift yourself out of the low energy you're stuck in, because you can't find a solution from within the problem. When you're living inside the problem and vibrating at the level of the problem, your mind tends to circle around the problem over and over and creates a story of defeat. Here are some ways to lift your energy to a higher vibration. You could do an I don't know dance. You could watch a funny video, laugh, call a friend. You could go for a walk outdoors, play an instrument, draw, write, sing. Just try it out for yourself next time when you feel stuck and see what happens. These activities may not solve it fully, but they will lift you out of it just enough to refocus your thoughts and energy on something else. And this is the first step to changing how you feel. The next step is to tell someone you trust how you're feeling so that you can get new support to face what's happening inside of you. Because sometimes depression doesn't make sense. I know it can feel like no one will understand or that there's no hope, but that's not true. Depression can move through you just like any other emotion. Having someone by your side to help you navigate or to help give you a different perspective and new tools will make a huge difference. And don't worry about being judged. Often those who help people through depression, like counselors or coaches, have been through it themselves or know someone who has, so they understand. They will also be compassionate. Remember, you deserve love and support when you're suffering. One of the biggest problems with feeling depressed or anxious or any other undesirable emotion is not feeling the emotion. It's feeling shame for feeling it. Have you ever heard the expression, kicking yourself when you're down? That is essentially what you're doing. Instead of judging yourself for being confused or genuinely upset, it is way more helpful and healing to support yourself. Here's an exercise to help you do just that. It's called a compassion circle, and all you need is a piece of paper and something to write with. The point of the compassion circle is to accept how you feel. When you accept something, you stop resisting it and let it pass through. When it passes through, you'll also see that you were never the emotion. You were the one who experienced the emotion. You're still here when the emotion has left. So let's do it. Let's use an emotion people commonly judge themselves for feeling. Sadness. Step one, identify the emotion causing distress. In this case, it is, I'm feeling sad. Step two, accept that in this moment, you are experiencing that. You'll be able to accept each statement when you see that statement objectively. Just think of it as a fact. Just like, I am human. I am wearing clothes. I am feeling sad. If you can't immediately accept it as fact in this moment, it means that the statement is charged with judgment or another emotion. In that case, accept that you can't accept it right now. That will help. When the energy lightens, see if you can accept the circled statement. Step three. With the statement accepted, welcome in the next true emotion, feeling, or statement. 
Step four, accept that the same way. The more layers into the compassion circle you go, the more disconnected with ego you become. Objective acceptance creates a space for understanding and compassion. Once compassion arises, you'll see that all labels are actually harmless. They're just fear, trying to feel love again. You'll see that the only constant behind all experiences is love. And love doesn't judge the experiences. It's love. So right now, we're going to show you a real-life example of a compassion circle, thanks to our beautiful volunteer, Rebecca. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Awesome. So, Rebecca, in order for this to work, we're going to get you to think of an emotion or something you could be feeling that is causing you to feel, you know, stuck or frustrated or not well, something that you want to release or heal. Um, I can feel that I have some frustration. Great. Mm -hmm. Okay. Perfect. So what we're going to do is write down the word frustration in the middle of your piece of paper. Okay. And this can be for any reason. We're not going to judge the reason. It can be anything. So now that you see that you have frustration, can you accept it? Yes. Great. Awesome. And after you've circled it, what do you feel? Like, I feel like I'm wondering, like I'm, I have questions, like I'm, is that the word confused? That's perfect. Write it down. Yeah. Because every experience is valid and it it all makes sense. So Mm -hmm. confused. Now that you see that you're feeling confusion, can you accept that? Yep. Great. Now what do you feel? Curious. Yeah. Write that down. Okay. Can you accept that you're feeling curious? Yep. Great. Now what do you feel? Actually angry. Good. Uh, (laughs) Yes. We want to get to the, the layers. So angry. It's there. Can you accept that you're feeling it? Yeah. Good. Circle it. Mm Mm-hmm. Circle it, and then what do you feel? Like love. Yeah, perfect. Can you accept that you're feeling love? Yeah. And then how do you feel? I feel like I'm kind of vibrating, like like glowing in a way. Like yeah. <laughs> you tapped into your heart. <laughs> 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 Love it. Okay, so great. So so now when you think about that situation, how do you feel overall? Very, like, neutral, just, like, peaceful. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Awesome. And do you think this is a place that would be a better place to step forward from versus oh, in yes. the emotion? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations, and thank you for those. Those were real examples, and I really appreciate it, and I'm sure everyone else does too. Great. Awesome. So, again, what happened there was you tapped into your heart. And when you tap into your heart, it literally changes your energy. It raises your vibration because you tap into love, and love is truth. Also, when you're in your heart, you can be guided differently. You can be connected to answers and possibilities that are outside of your head. So it sets you free. Awesome work. Another technique you can try to feel an emotion and let it pass through you is by practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness means being aware of something. One way to practice mindfulness is to focus on your breathing. We're now going to lead you in a guided meditation so that you can practice being aware and present with yourself and your feelings. To begin, 
Make sure you're in a position that's comfortable for you, either sitting in a chair or on the floor or lying down. Close your eyes and take a deep breath in. Feel your lungs fill up and expand. Now slowly breathe out. Take another deep breath in. Follow it from your nose all the way down into your lungs. Hold it there for two seconds. Now release the breath slowly. Breathe in again. Hold it for two seconds. Now breathe out. As you focus on breathing in and out, you may notice thoughts pop into your mind or feelings. And instead of trying to stop them or change them, just bring yourself back to your breath and let the thoughts and feelings be. Deeply inhale and slowly exhale. You may notice that as you continue to let things be and you bring yourself back to your breath, the thoughts and feelings will pass like clouds in the sky. All you have to do is notice what's there and then come back to your in-breath and out-breath. Everything passes if you let it. Each moment changes into the next. Take one last deep breath in, following it all the way into your lungs, filling your body with life-giving energy. And slowly exhale. When you feel ready, slowly open your eyes. Take a moment to notice how you feel. Perhaps you're feeling calmer, more in tune with yourself. Perhaps a strong emotion has bubbled to the surface and you're noticing it. Whatever you notice, let it be okay as it is. Namaste. By the way, namaste is a Sanskrit word that means the light in me sees the light in you. So to recap, we have emotions, they don't have us. Emotions are like clouds in the sky. They're different shapes and sizes, and they come and they go. Some take up the whole sky and some don't. We can give ourselves permission to feel our emotions by saying, it's okay not to be okay all the time. Emotions are messengers and they show up for a reason. If we listen to what they're trying to tell us and choose to flow with them and truly feel them, then we can grow. Sometimes when we're feeling an emotion, all we can see is the emotion. When that happens, it can be difficult to find a solution. Try changing your focus and lifting your energy by doing something else for a little bit, like going for a walk, singing, dancing, watching a funny video, or anything that makes you happy. And lastly, sometimes we understand our emotions and sometimes we don't, and that's okay. It's Q&A time! Here are some questions sent in by kids like you. Question number one. What if I can't put a word or label to the emotion I'm feeling? Great question. That is very common. Emotions aren't always clear, and sometimes we can feel a mixture of many at once. So not to make the situation more uncomfortable, 
If you are feeling negatively, the best thing to do first is just notice it. Notice that you are experiencing feelings, but the feelings aren't you. Taking a step back helps give you space to choose how you want to approach this situation. Do you want to try a compassion circle? Do you want to explore mindfulness? Do you want to do something you enjoy so you can change your energy level and lift your mood? Then go do it. Do you want to talk to someone you trust about how you're feeling? Whatever you choose is great. Then you can go from there. Question number two. I'm angry a lot. What should I do? First, you should congratulate yourself for identifying how you're feeling. That is step one always. Next, you can show yourself more compassion. It obviously doesn't feel good to always be angry, and a part of you is calling out for some extra love and attention. Next, you can give yourself some support. This could look like asking yourself why you might be angry while you're meditating or exploring your feelings through journaling. Supporting yourself could also be telling a parent or teacher that you would like to talk to someone for support. Asking for help is a very loving and brave thing to do. It's time for life work! Life work question number one. What are two emotions that you felt this week? What was happening when you felt them? Did you allow yourself to feel them fully? If not, what could you do to feel them fully next time? Take a moment to write this in your journal. Life work question number two. What can you do if you feel stuck in an emotion? Life work question number three. When is an appropriate time to feel anger, sadness, grief, or depression? Life work question number four. How can you show yourself extra love when you're struggling with an emotion? And there you have it. You have the power to create anything you want for your life. Thanks for joining us for this episode. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Anne. And remember, it's, it's okay, okay to be awesome. Sky's the limit and you only got a minute, so you ain't gonna stop me now. Sky's the limit and you only got a minute, so you ain't gonna stop me now. No way, no how.